You're listening to the Reese Heath 100 podcast. Each episode, we speak to past staff and students about their memories of Reese Heath over the last hundred years. If you have some great memories to share, we would love to hear from you. Please complete the form at reeseheath100.com or call 01270 625 131. So here we are on a glorious April day in the uh, Reese Heath College, out sitting outside uh, Centrepoint, the uh, reception area, and I'm delighted to be talking now to the second of our past principals who's been able to join us for this Reese Heath 100 podcast. Uh, Meredith, David, it's really, really great to have you here. Thank you so much for coming in. You were, were a principal here from 2004, following Vic Croxon, until 2018 before Marcus arrived. So welcome back. How's it feels to be back here at Reese Heath. Well, well, thanks, Liz, for the invite to start with, and it's absolutely superb to be back. It's such a, a wonderful campus and great bumping into staff and colleagues uh, that uh, I've worked with here this morning, so it really feels like coming home, actually. I thought it would be a bit of a, a tour around of people bumping in and, and talking to you, so we've allowed a bit of extra time today. So tell me, let's, let's first of all start with a potted history of your career. What got you to being the role of the uh, principal here at Reese Heath? It depends how much time you've got, Liz, because it's a bit of a long story, but I'll try and keep it uh, fairly brief and succinct. I, I'm a farmer's son from West Wales, from a fairly large dairy farm there, one of seven children, and therefore my interest uh, was kind of kindled by, by my parents on the farm. And uh, thankfully, as far as we are concerned, they really encouraged us to become educated and go to college and university. And the seminars went, went, went to university in the first ones, first generation within our family, really. And when I came back from uh, Aberystwyth, uh, I worked on the farm and I worked on the farm until my early 40s, so uh, 20 odd years. But during that time also, I had a, a lecturing job in the, in the county agricultural college. So I started there teaching in 1977. So I've been in education, further education, for 45 years now. Uh, and whilst I was teaching there, as you do feel like you get promoted, I ended up being head of the land-based uh, department, head of the land-based campus in, in that college in Carmarthenshire. Uh, from there, uh, I, I was you know, fairly ambitious, and my wife as well. She was uh, had her own career and profession. We decided I couldn't progress any further in in that college because of uh, you know the structures that were in place. And I was lucky enough to get uh, appointed as vice principal of Sparshold College in, in Hampshire. So I was there from 1998 to 2004, uh, working with Tim Jackson, and moved our young family uh, and Lisa. Thomas, at least my wife, and Thomas, the eldest, and Owino, middle son, and then Carys, her daughter. We moved and lived in Hampshire for six years. And they were very early teens at that time. So a bit a really big step for a family from West Wales to go and live in uh, the kind of the wealthy yeah, area uh, in, in Hampshire. Uh, and after working there for, for six years, I was lucky to see the job for Reeseath being advertised. And uh, Lisa and I came up here, actually. We spent a weekend here before we decided to apply. And we had a kind of covert uh, tour of the campus and uh, spoke to a few people and thought it was a, t- a tremendous place with tremendous opportunities and potential. Uh, and I was lucky enough to be appointed by, by the governors then in an interview at the end of January 2004 and started here end of April. 
and family came up then from Hampshire in, in July. So it's been a challenge for the family and I'm really grateful to my wife and children for following me around the country. Uh, but also we've lived in two fantastic counties and worked in two fantastic colleges. So that, that's a brief background. Fabulous. Great, great potted history that's, that's brought you here. That's lovely. So let's go on now to the early days. Cast your mind back to those early days about uh, life here at Reese Heath. What do you remember about the college? What struck you about uh, coming to Reese Heath? There were some tremendous attributes that the college had, I could see, that was there. Uh, I, I mentioned uh, the potential. The potential was for development. The potential was for further investment. You know, Vic had taken it through from corporate status where it became independent in 1982 away from the local authority and had successfully mm. kept the college going, grown it uh, and uh, left it in a really good good heart and good state. It had a good reputation locally, staff were fantastic and that's the main thing that struck me when we came here was the openness and welcome from the team that received, the ambition that was there, the willingness to take things on, take challenges on, and the, the family feel and environment here. And it is very much in something which is, is continuing now under Marcus as well, is and something we really focused on is the people, because the people are your greatest asset. Yeah. So that's the, the main thing I remember was a fantastic people and community feel here the engagement of the college with the local community as well. Uh, and the the other element was the opportunity to invest and to grow. Because before I joined, I know for a number of years, there was discussion about merger with South Cheshire College as it was at that time. Uh, and uh, that was uh, not taken forward by the governors. Uh, and thankfully, that was the right decision as well. Because during that intervening period, and uh, with Marcus's management now, the last four years, you know the, the college is in a very very strong position, uh, has grown to be the, the biggest specialist land-based college in the country, and in the top three as far as quality is concerned. So it, it is known right across the UK now, and not mm. just England, mm. uh, because of the quality of education and the investment in the facilities that are here, mm. second to none. You won't find better anywhere. Absolutely. So you, the next question I was going to ask you really was your biggest um, highlight or success. I know you, you sort of touched on it there, but is there anything else you'd like to share? Yeah, there's a number really. So if you, if you are willing and bear with me, I'll, I'll just try and sh share some of those. I think that the, one of the biggest highlights is the outstanding status the college achieved in two areas really, as far as Ofsted inspections are concerned. In the care standards inspections, we were outstanding for a long, long time. Uh, and that is so important to have a judgment of, you know, standing in, in looking after residential students and developing them and helping them gain their full potential. And we achieved our standing in the Ofsted education uh, inspections as well. And since then have maintained good and outstanding status because that's what we're here for. That's, that's changing the lives of young people, giving them the career opportunities and making them fulfill their potential. So that's one. The the other element I think is is being really pleased with the way that the, the campus has developed and it's a, such a fantastic campus now with world-class facilities and resources here. Uh, the, the, the third part perhaps is uh, something which 
will be remembered by by colleagues and by the community for a long time. That's the Queen visiting here. Uh, I think it was two to ten around that that time, uh, and she visited to open the first phase of our campus development. About thirty million we invested in the food processing halls, the equine covered riding arena. The, the, the library, centre point resources, uh, and she was fantastic. She spent an hour here. She really, really enjoyed herself. She uh, spoke and was so natural with with, with staff and students. Uh, so, so you know that has kind of uh, stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And the last one, then I think, which I'm proud of and humbled by it, but it is an award uh, which, which honours really the the work of the success of the college and not me and that's when I had my OBE awarded Mm. Uh, and again it was uh, Charles at the investiture Uh, but that was a reflection of the reputation of the institution and it's uh, the knowledge of people across the country about the work that we do and so really pleased with us all of that really is recognition of the great team here and the the work that the college is doing was doing and still is doing. Brilliant, thank you. That's really lovely to hear. Okay, so future of Rees Heath College and the University Centre Rees Heath. Now I know you keep a close eye on us, and uh, you're not too far away. What 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 are your hopes for the future of, of Rees Heath College and the University Centre, and also the the wider land based um, education sector? Yeah, three three bits. First of all, on the Rees Heath side. I think the you know Marcus and his leadership team are doing a fantastic job. Uh, I'm pleased I didn't have to lead the college during the, the COVID oh, period because yeah. that's a challenge yeah. for leaders and all of the team at the college. Uh, but the future is safe in the, the hands of the leadership team here and the, and the staff that are here. There's tremendous potential. It's only now that the government and people of this country have realised the importance of food production, the environment, uh, sustainability, carbon footprint, and what's brought it all to uh, an additional height as far as focus is concerned is Ukraine and, and food security. Uh, and it's, it, that has meant that the government is currently rewriting its food policy, agree, and the food production policy. So hopefully at, at last we will start to invest again as a, as a country in food production mm. and value home-produced products. So when you look at uh, carbon footprint, when you look at the work, you know, the, the green lungs, which the countryside is as far as uh, cities are concerned, and the need to make sure we produce food uh, as effectively, efficiently as possible with a minimum impact on the environment, the management of the environment. The college is mm. superbly placed to take that forward. Mm. I know there's more investment coming in mm. from the government and Marcus and his team have managed together to invest in those special areas. So far as the college is concerned, great future. Uh, with Reese's, the uh, university centre. Again, HE has been a really important part of, of Reese's. And back in, we've worked with the University of Chester for 25 years or so in validating our, our HE and degree programmes. We got university centre status back in 2017. Uh, and we also, at that time, uh, develop a strategic alliance with the university. And when you think of the university, about 125, 130 million turnover uh, with 20,000 students, we see nearly 40 million turnover now with five, 6,000 students altogether. 
fantastic capacity, great synergy in what we are doing, providing local, regional, national further higher education mm -hmm. opportunities for all students to progress to their full potential. Yeah. Some of those are two degrees, and some of them will be finishing at level two or level three and, and working mm -hmm. successfully mm -hmm. in our industry. So there is that fantastic potential working even more closely with the mm. university. It's lovely to talk to you about this because I can see you're still very passionate about the uh, the land-based sector and indeed Reef itself so I do really appreciate your, your time today to come back and, uh, and talk about your memories of Reef Before we um, wrap up I'd like to find out a bit, bit about what you're up to now. I don't think you're, uh, you're sitting around letting the grass grow beneath your feet. I know you've had a very busy retirement. Tell us what you've been doing. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. It's, it's been busy, but it hasn't been under the kind of uh, pressure of leaders within colleges and universities, uh, that kind of pressure they, they experienced. I experienced and Vic and others before, before me here. Uh, I, I immediately, on retirement from VCs, I joined the Government Department of Education as a Deputy Further Education Commissioner. And we were a team of five, or we were a team of five at that time, uh, advising and supporting colleges that were in difficulty, helping them recover and improve, but also helping to restructure some areas and some mergers uh, in, diff in, in different parts of the country and in sharing best practice. So that, that's been three or four days a week, basically, of time I've spent for the last three or four years. Uh, but in addition to, to that, I, I'm also on the governing body of the University of Chester uh, and have been vice chair and vice president for the last uh, couple of years. And I've been very honoured and feel privileged in having been elected now to be the president and chair of the University Council starting from August of this year. So that again is you know keeping within education uh, and in involving myself with students and uh, the, the university system, which is tremendous pleasure. The the main bits as far as relaxation and enjoyment are fa the family, uh, uh, my, my three our three children, and we have uh, we're blessed with five uh, grandsons, oh, all, all of them uh, under seven years of age. Oh goodness! So <laughs> we 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 keep busy, we keep fit in in supporting, helping, and chasing little grandsons around. Uh, and that's great pleasure and, and they are the future and being able to invest a bit of time in helping supporting our children uh, and uh, our grandchildren is tremendous and the, the leisure element uh, that my wife and I enjoy is, is with the grandchildren but also uh, you know run around and seeing different parts of the country and, and, and walking as well because we both like the countryside and the environment and I spend a lot of time with my friend Pete who used to be a colleague of mine here walk, walking the hills in, in North Wales and that's where that's my release when he's up in the mountains back in North Wales. Well, Meredith, it's been an absolute honour and delight to talk to you today. Thank you very, very much indeed for your time. And it's been great to see you back here at Reese Heath College. And I do hope you can come back plenty of times in the future. Thank you, Liz. It's been really enjoyable to, to bring those memories back. Thanks for your time. You're listening to the Reese Heath 100 podcast. Each episode, we speak to past staff and students about their memories of Reese Heath over the last hundred years. If you have some great memories to share, we would love to hear from you. Please complete the form at reeseath100.com or call 01270 625 131.